It's Friday, November the 25th, 2022. The last word in podcasting news. This is the Pod News Weekly Review with James Cridlin and Sam Sethi. I'm James Cridland, the editor of Pod News. And I'm Sam Sethi, the host of Sam Talks Technology. In the chapters today, Spotify audiobooks rolls out to more countries and Anchor adds audio enhancement. This podcast is sponsored and hosted by Buzzsprout. Last week, 3,600 wonderful people started a podcast with Buzzsprout. Podcast hosting made easy with powerful tools and remarkable customer support. From your daily newsletter, the Pod News Weekly Review. So, to kick things off this week, last week we talked about Spotify rolling out video podcasting, James, globally. This week, James, they've rolled out audiobooks globally. Well, I say globally in the English speaking languages, it's in the UK, Ireland, Australia and New Zealand. So have you had a look at the audiobooks that have been added, James? It's not a great experience, certainly in iPhone, by the looks of what you've been sharing with me. Yeah, I look, I, I went in, I'm, I'm an Audible user, have been for many years, and uh, love listening to audiobooks. So I thought, oh, go on, I'll have a look. The first thing I'll say is, it's not obvious where it is. It's not on the home page. You have to click on the search page, and then suddenly podcasts and audiobooks and everything else turns up there. So in terms of UI, I don't think it's a great first experience. But once you get in there, yeah, it's a, it's very much everything's in there. So I went on my phone. I thought, right, I'll go and see if I can buy something. And of course, the message I got was, you can't buy audiobooks in the app. We know it's not ideal. Yep, you have to go back to the desktop and then you have to be jumped out, as we thought before, uh, and then pay for it if you want to pay for it there. And that's an Apple thing, isn't it? It's not really anything else going on there. No, I mean, my question is, and, and maybe I'm just being naive, but why doesn't Spotify just remove themselves from the app store and just that the big enough brand now everyone knows who they are i don't know just go to you know spotify.com and then on there you can download the ios and android apps well yes that would be nice but you can't sideload ios you can sideload android and perhaps that's what something that they might do although fortnite was very um upset about doing that sort of thing but you can't unfortunately sideload um uh, yes, apple apps because you know tim apple wants to look after all of that kind of stuff doesn't he but yeah, interesting seeing them doing that. Also interesting to see that you're a fan of the Style Council. You were listening in the kitchen to Boy Who Cried Wolf. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so there we are. That's uh, that's all good. It's not the only thing that um, Spotify has uh, launched uh, this week, is it? No, I, I got a little message saying they've updated notifications. The first thing I went was, oh. Did they have notifications before? But they must have done. But I went and had a look in the notifications and it's become much more extensive. You've got obviously music and artists, but podcasts and show recommendations, audiobooks. What was also interesting was live streams, virtual events. Um, and also uh, there was a bit there about offers, bundles. Um, so it suddenly looked like they were getting more into, oh, and the other one at the bottom, artist and creator mm. merchandise. So suddenly it looks like they've really upped their game in terms of what they're going to be offering. Yeah. Um, if you're a creator, yeah. Yeah, oh, well, maybe they're going to be uh, promoting um, all kinds of, you know, tickets and uh, T-shirts and stuff. I, I think they've been doing a little bit of that, but maybe not in the notifications. So, um, yeah, that's certainly something that Spotify has been doing. And also um, Anchor has had a little bit of an upgrade as well. They've added audio enhancement 
to their app, a single tap can automatically reduce background noise while levelling your voice and bringing it to the forefront. Sounds very similar to Buzzsprout's magic mastering to me, um, and probably is exactly the same technology under the hood. Uh, Descript also have studio sound in there as well. But um, yeah, uh, so uh, there we were thinking that uh, Spotify had finished spending money on their Anchor product, but no, they're uh, adding uh, audio enhancement into there. Well, they've added video, haven't they? So it looks like uh, they are going to be pushing ahead with whatever Anchor is going to be in the future. Now, the other mm. thing I noted um, was that you had a little tip from Helena talking about uh, Adobe is also offering a free speech enhancement tool currently available. Yeah. Um, so you can take your MP3 and, and do something similar, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I th- that, that's basically how the thing works. It's um, it's uh, hiding away at podcast.adobe.com. There's a link to it in the top. Um, and seems to be much the same sort of thing. They also have a thing called a mic check tool, which is supposed to tell you whether or not your microphone is any good. I can't get it to work at all. So I don't know whether that's good or bad. Um, uh, who knows? But uh, they're um, they're sort of slowly but surely adding all of that kind of stuff. I last saw Adobe when I was at the NAB show about uh, three years ago before some thing called a pandemic. I don't know whether you had that, Sam. Um, but uh, yes, so it'll be interesting interesting to see quite what they're doing in terms of rolling stuff out, uh, but uh, good for Adobe. Spotify also signing exclusives as well. Um, yeah. I always thought that they'd stopped, but no, they're continuing to sign exclusives. Anything goes with Emma Chamberlain. Have, have you ever heard of Emma Chamberlain? No, this one this one I haven't heard of, but uh, it, it, the, the background to it is it's another loss for the owner of Odyssey. Um, so she's moving across from Odyssey. Um no, not one of my five or six podcast regular listens, I'm afraid. No, no, not indeed. She's apparently a big um, YouTube influencer. Um, and uh, the show was with um, Odyssey, as you say, um, with Cadence 13. But um, it's actually from the Ramble Podcast Network, which is co-funded by or co-founded by UTA, which is a um, big talent agency mm-hmm. as well. Now, uh, moving on to friend of the show, Dan Meisner uh, at Bumper. He's been busy, hasn't he, with this Apple podcast tagging that they've been doing in the background. He's now created some new uh, episodic topic maps, which I thought looked really cool when I went and had a look at them. Did you have a play at all, James? Yeah, they did look pretty cool. So this is the topics that Apple is automatically working out what you're talking about in your show. Um, And they may be doing that for better search. They may be doing that perhaps for weeding out people who are talking about things that they shouldn't be. Um, But uh, however it works, what Dan did is he's ended up producing these wonderful spiderweb maps for every single category in Apple Podcasts. You can see how individual shows link together, both by topics as well as um, by recommendations. So it's a really cool piece of work that uh, Dan has done. The website is wearebumper.com. And you, just to remind people, did something as well. Yeah, I did. So I, um, so yeah, this uh, was uh, last week. I ended up producing something which was a fancy little topics viewer so you could actually see what Apple thought that your podcast was about if it's big enough. Um, and um, yeah, so that's worthwhile having a peek at. Uh, you'll find that linked from our show notes. Now, uh, we were talking about Anchor making a little bit of a comeback with video and uh, enhanced audio, but Libsing seems it's closing its free podcast hosting platform, which it only opened nine months ago, James. 
Why is that? It did. Um, why is that? Um, so the idea behind Libsyn Studio was that it was the tool that they'd bought when they bought Auxbus, and it's a tool that allows you to record an intro and record the main bit of your podcast and record an outro and then automatically grab that and stick it up as a um, as a podcast. And the way that it was going to pay for itself was through advertising. And there was a space in there for adverts. And that's how Libsyn's free podcast host was going to be. And it worked so well. They've closed it down just nine months uh, after they actually launched it. They've now given the recording tool to all paid Libsyn plans. So if you are spending money with Libsyn, then you can use that particular tool uh, instead. It's a pretty nifty tool if you don't necessarily want to use, you know, Descript or Hindenburg or any of those um, tools. But uh, yeah, you know, there, there they are. But, um, uh, I think Dave Jackson keeps a list of free podcast hosts that have launched, failed and gone away again. And that's clearly one of them, which I think is um, is going to be interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, so they've uh, definitely migrated away. One of the things that I found interesting, though, is I had a Libsyn Studio account and I tried logging into it and they seem to have given me a Libsyn 5 account and there doesn't seem to be anything in there in terms of billing. And I was able to upload a new version of the um, of that free, uh, free uh, podcast that I was playing around with. So I'm not quite sure what's going on there. But anyway, you know, it's great that companies are trying things and testing things, but uh, that's another free podcast host which has bitten mm. the dust. Now, moving on, an interesting company that you wrote about called Zeitpedia. I think that's how you'd say it. It's a new kind of podcast network that's using generative AI voices to produce audio news digests. Uh, There are some examples of a World Cup news podcast that was totally generated using AI. Had a listen to it. It's still fairly robotic, Mm. but it's getting better. Mm. Um, did you listen to the business or technology one? Yeah, uh, you know, you, you you can tell that it's a robot. You can tell that the timing isn't quite right. And there was another one that I linked to another company that's doing something similar with um, sports um, uh, results as well last week. You know, it's just that the... The timing isn't correct. I think these services are getting better in terms of pronunciation, but it's just the timing and the phrasing just doesn't really work too well. Um, But, you know, things will get better, I'm sure. Yeah, we talked about uh, previously a company called Verbit, a voice AI platform uh, that does transcriptions as well. Mm. That raised $250 million to do this uh, and now has a valuation in less than five years of $2 billion. We obviously have talked in the past about Descript's overdub that you've used. My question, James, to you is, would you ever use one of these AI tools to produce pod news daily? Um, I don't think I'd produce it uh, a full show using uh, that, and pod news daily is only four or five minutes long. Uh, it's quite short today because it's Thanksgiving in the US. Uh, who, who'd have thought it? There's no podcast news going on. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't use it for that. Um, I have used it in the past and I've used it once on this show. And in fact, uh, episode 100 of series one of the old show starts with the date and I managed to get the month wrong and neither of us recognised that when we were recording it. And so I thought to myself, right, well, either I can go and go back into the office and record me saying that correctly and splice it all in and everything else. But I was using Descript to edit it and so I I just um, used Overdub and you simply could not tell. And the last Podland, it's Friday the 4th of November 2022. I'm James Crittenden. So it's good for one or two words that you fluff 
not necessarily so great for recording an entire podcast with yet, I don't think. Maybe they need to add some more ums and ers into the robotic version to make it sound more realistic. Yes, maybe. Or, you know, if they're going to be, if they're going to do things like Joe Rogan does, maybe just to add the words, wow, and exactly. Or crazy. Um, Yes, uh, there is a study out that says Joe Rogan's podcast use those words more often than not. Um, and it said, mm. my favourite murder, that's another podcast, favours the words wow, totally, and man. Totally. Totally. <laughs> um, it's better than when I was at Microsoft where every word was super. The question oh. is, though, I do find this interesting. It goes back to what Dan Meisner's doing with what Apple is doing under the hood with keywords. And I think it's great that if you've got transcript keyword analysis, I mean, in the UK... Just on an aside, they use keyword transcript analysis for Liz Truss when she was the PM. Mm. And uh, her word cloud of keywords were, keyword was untrustworthy, liar, idiot, useless. Uh, Richie Sunak's was rich, good, capable. Um, I would love to do this across podcasts. Mm. I think it's a fascinating thing to analyse how podcast words are used. Yeah, no, I think it's a really interesting uh, tool. So again, you know, bringing in more details from transcripts and more people should be doing transcripts is obviously a very helpful thing. Um, I think that would be a super useful thing to end up doing. So um, yeah, it's a smart, mm. smart tool. Transcript clouds coming soon. Oh, just by uh, an aside also, um, I think it was interesting, the sun did an analysis of Meghan Markle. I think you wrote about this. Um she actually speaks more than her guests on her shows. So uh, I know they're not a fan of Megan, but, you know, that would be a good thing. Yes. I mean, I, I mean, any, uh, I mean, every day I have to go through the podcast news and about 20% of it is all um, newspapers writing about what Meghan Markle said this week on her podcast and uh, how can we slag her off this time. Um, and uh, yes, this piece, um, somebody basically sat with um, the Meghan Markle Archetypes podcast and um, with a stopwatch to work out how much Meghan Markle talked and how much the guests that she's supposed to be interviewing talked, um, which is another way of um, being mean to Meghan. Um, I did notice that there was another story today, which I didn't even bother covering, which is apparently Meghan doesn't necessarily interview some of the guests that she is interviewing on the podcast. Apparently that's uh, that's say uh, a producer's job and um, she just goes in and records the questions afterwards which is Busy uh, lady. interesting Busy if true lady. but i'm sure it's not true well you know you never know the tech stuff, tech stuff. on the pod news weekly review one of the things obviously we're all watching is the either implosion of twitter or the the rebirth of twitter i don't know which way it's going to go but on a more positive note, uh, Noam Bardin, who started Wave, which was sold to Google, has launched Post. Um, why, why, why is this? Why is this positive? Another, another, uh, another CEO, another bloke launching another social media thing that he'll he'll get bored with, just like Musk. What, what, what's the positive there? Let's just take a quick break. Welcome to High Street Matters, a regular podcast from Byra, the British Independent Retailers Association. My name's Steve Dyson, and I'm a journalist who's interviewing top business owners and experts here at Byra about issues which impact independent retailers today. 
We'll be talking to a cross-section of our members from around the UK, from single retail outlets to small chains, and from large department stores to leisure and hospitality. We plan to provide top tips to help businesses stay ahead of the retail curve. High Street Matters. Thanks for listening. Well, it contains micropayments. That's the first thing. The second thing, I listened mm. to an interview of Gnome on Pivot this week with Cara Swisher mm. and Scott Galloway, and they're talking about uh, keeping the conversation, um, you know, away from some of the more extreme edges, trying to build a reputation uh, algorithm into it, and just simply oh, the way more, that they're more doing algorithms. it. That's what we need. <laughs> well, I think... <laughs> His a reputation is, algorithm. Who 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 sets the reputation algorithm then? Um, actually, the way that it's done, by all accounts, is user driven. So what he said was, ways when they got it had various country leaders and they had area leaders and people in the community would determine what was going on um, with roads and local issues. And he wants to do the same. Yeah. He, he gave an example of uh, you know. Um, the troubles in Myanmar. He said, look, I wouldn't know what was right or wrong, but if we have people locally who know what's going on, they can validate whether the tweet or in this, I don't know whether it's going to be called a tweet or a post is actually worth taking down or keeping up or, or downgrading in the algorithm or whatever. Uh, it's very early days. There's about a hundred thousand people on a waiting list. There's 3000 people using it at the moment. Um, I guess it's a centralized alternative to Twitter. And I just think it'll be interesting. But the thing I was most excited about, and I'll be honest, was that they are using micropayments and it looks like a value-for-value type platform. Yeah, which will be um, good. I mean, uh, frankly, I I couldn't be less interested in some other um, tech person launching a social network with algorithms and with all of this kind of stuff and another centralized system. We've got lots of those. We don't need more of those. It's the last thing that we want. The interesting thing on the other side is that um, ActivityPub, which of course is the thing that powers Mastodon, but also powers Pleroma, uh, that is um, going to be uh, also added into Tumblr as well. And Tumblr is massive. It's owned by um, the good folk at uh, Automatic, who also own Pocket Casts. And, um, you know, uh, it's a very, very large um, uh, service. Uh, if they add it, uh, Activity Pub into that as well, then all of a sudden, you know, Mastodon is going to get much, much bigger and all of the other services which are connected into it. So that's going to be quite interesting to have a look at too. Yeah, uh, I agree. I haven't actually reactivated my Tumblr account. Do you have one, James? Oh, I, I, I might have had a Tumblr account a long, long time ago. But yes, uh, as to whether or not it, it, it's still there, I would guess probably not. Yeah. Um, well, on December the 15th, um, Matt Mullenberg is going to give the state of the word review of the year. So uh, maybe, and he'll give a little update on Tumblr, I suppose, in there, because he's going to be talking about the future and he's going to be showing graphs and stuff that's what his tweet said graphs and stuff graphs and stuff um and uh, i wonder i wonder how much he'll be talking about pocket casts in there as well because uh, that'll be interesting to uh, to end up seeing because obviously you know he's owned pocket casts for the last 6 months now or or possibly even longer so that'll be interesting to um, see whether that makes it into his state of the word <laughs> now todd todd a friend of the show todd cochran uh, left a little tweet said uh, 
With the total freak out on Twitter, it serves people right to have built their marketing empires there. Now they may once again start to value the value of owning their stack and their own dot com. I just thought, James, chance for you. Their own dot com. <laughs> Own their own .com. It is. It's a chance for me, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, he is absolutely right. You know, uh, it, it was interesting. I was at a radio station the other day and I was talking to them about, um, uh, you know, what, what's going on in the world in terms of um, in terms of technology. And they were very excited about, you know, they want to post a bit more to Facebook and they want to post a bit more to Twitter. And I was there saying, why do you want to bolster somebody else's business? Why do you want to push, um, you know, Zuckerberg's business uh, more? What's the point of that? Oh, well, you know, we should be getting our content on there. No, you should be getting people to listen to your radio station. You shouldn't be pumping your content into some other American company's system. And uh, yes, I was I was getting a little bit a little bit grumpy. Um, but still, but there we are, uh, which is why I think I'm sort of I'm, I'm rather more interested and excited about things like Mastodon uh, and things like, um, you know, those sorts of uh, services, because uh, at the end of the day, you're not necessarily building somebody else's empire here. You're you're producing stuff that talks to other people, um, but uh, it can be your own server. And one of the things that I've been spending a lawfully long time today is um, trying to fix the nightmare that is my Mastodon server. Got rid of it. Um, and I've got a Pleroma server on there instead. Uh, you can still find me on Mastodon if you search for James at Cridland.net, I think. Uh, you'll uh, find me there. But uh, yeah, so, uh, you, you, you know, I, I'm much more excited about that sort of thing. And what you can then end up doing it, it, with um, those sorts of services is you can do interesting things with RSS feeds as well, which is uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so Mastodon has just passed over 2 million active monthly users, which is a new record according to Mastodon. So people are voting with their feet. Um, as you said, if you add .rss to the end of someone's account page, you get their RSS feed. And actually, um, Benjamin Bellamy over at Castapod said, if your podcast is hosted on Castapod, your audience can listen to your episodes from Mastodon, but also like, share and comment them. And thanks to the Podcast Index cross-app comment tag, this could work from any podcasting 2.0 app, because Obviously, Castapod is supporting the Activity Pub as well. Indeed, and it'll be nice to see more uh, people uh, doing that. I mean, obviously, if you've got access to uh, something like um, uh, something like a Mastodon or a Pleroma um, uh, instance, then you can actually leave messages. It's far, far easier and simpler that way. Um, so perhaps that's uh, that's uh, the plan but there. Apple doesn't like these RSS feeds, so you can't add them to your Apple account if you have one. Um, and also, the other thing to note, if you do start adding, James, this is you, mm -hmm. if you do start adding uh, or allowing people to add a podcast in the enclosures in Mastodon, it adds significant extra cost to your service bandwidth bills. So uh Maybe you might want to do that one. It does. Yes, that would be a bad, bad plan. Now, other apps that are out there that have been updating. Pat Chung, who's the founder of Podinbox, announced they now have 
automatic audio transcriptions and it's free. He said it's a bit like visual voicemail and it lets you conveniently read audio messages from fans before listening to them. So uh, yeah, pod inbox is something that we haven't used or I haven't used properly, uh, but it's a way of getting feedback from your listeners who leave little messages. Yeah, cross out comments would be even better, wouldn't it? And Justin Jackson has tweeted um, from Transistor FM has tweeted now when you upload an MP3 with chapters to Transistor FM, you can insert those chapters as timestamps in your show notes. It's like having your show notes populate automatically. Um, actually, that's a really smart uh, trick. What I've been doing when I've been putting this very podcast onto YouTube is doing exactly that because those um, timestamps turn into clickable uh, links that uh, you can then use to navigate. Um, and I was having lunch with Nick from Vizzy earlier on the, the, this week when I was down in Sydney, and he was pointing out that Spotify does exactly the same. So if you um, put your uh, timestamps in as um, uh, as uh, you know um, information into your show notes then they'll appear in there as well, which is uh, quite neat. So perhaps that's something that, um, you know, uh, on certain platforms would be quite useful. So, um, yeah, so worthwhile sort of taking a um, a look at and whether or not you could do something quite neat. Uh, and um, if it's Spotify coming and asking for your RSS feed, then it, it would automatically add those uh, chapters into a list for you. That would be quite a nice tool that uh, an enterprising podcast host could end up making. Mm. I like the idea that Justin's put forward. Um, I've said before, though, in the past, why do we have three different places that do very similar things? Show notes, uh, chapters and transcriptions because if you look at a word document with an outliner um, the the chapter headers are the outliner and then the the content mm. is the actual show notes or the transcription and often when I do it for this podcast I'm actually replicating in three different places similar data and I just think yeah seems- no and I agree and uh, th- there's a, a proposal as a is it a pimp? A proposal for improvement of of, of podcasting. Uh, there's a proposal in the Podcast Index 2.0 thing of a of a fourth place because obviously we need a fourth mm. place. Um, and uh, Daniel J Lewis and a couple of other folk uh, who are all friends of the show, um, but they're, but they're suggesting that a fourth place um, would go in there of things like you know telephone numbers and uh, and email addresses and action points and everything else. And I'm and I'm. Um, uh, I'm in the in the comments rather grumpily trying to stop that from happening because mm. it's a silly idea. But anyway, uh, go into the GitHub and uh, have a play with that if that sounds interesting to you. Now, Castomatic's got a new version, 8.5.12. It's available on the stores for uh, both Apple and uh, Google. It now includes cloud chapters, uh, which reload every time an episode is resumed. So well done to Castomatic. Yeah, which is quite cool in case uh, somebody has actually updated those um, chapters to add more information. And Podverse is now available on iPad and Android um, in a tablet form. Uh, That's version 4.7, which you can go and get, which looks uh, all very fancy and very nice. Um, It's surprising how few podcast apps have a decent um, looking t- uh, tablet uh, experience. So uh, good to see um, Podverse doing exactly that. It's uh, Black Friday, whatever that is. Being English, I've got no idea. But anyway, Rode is um, pretty well giving away a piece of streaming software that it uh, launched a couple of months ago called Unify. Unify is a virtual mixer. 
that allows streamers and games to take full control of their audio. Uh, it's basically routing and all that kind of stuff, which is pretty cool. Normally, it costs um, around 70 Australian dollars. Uh, for a year, but the price is just one Australian dollar uh, for the year until November the 30th. So um, that's quite a significant saving. Um, also, Riverside, I noticed while I was logging in to this very podcast, is offering half price annual plans. Um, so that's probably worthwhile jumping into, and that's already a, a, a healthy saving. Um, so that's worthwhile having a look at. And Studio Dragonfly, who produced the podcast music for this very podcast, uh, produced it for the old show, produced it for lots of other podcasts as well. They're running a Black Friday sale of 50% off everything on their website. Uh, so if you want some production music, if you want some sound effects, if you want some beds, um, then uh, go for your life. Um, get to studiodragonfly.com. Uh, we use them and Probably you should too. Mm, Black Friday. Other deals are available. Now, I uh, don't know why I said that. I feel like, feel like I was on the radio again. Um, um, around the world, very quickly. I saw you wrote this, James. Audio Drama Hub's Podfest was held in High Wycombe, which is literally about 10 minutes from where I live. I knew nothing about this. Uh, it took over the place at the weekend. And if you want, you can go to Pod News and you can see some of the pictures and highlights. But I don't know who's running it and I don't know what they were trying to achieve with it. I heard nothing about it. Yes, I, I, that was the first that I had heard about it as well. So um, just seeing the pictures and the highlights, they posted it on um, the the on the Fediverse, as we have to say these days. Um, and I thought, oh, that uh, that's very exciting. But uh, yes, I'd not heard of that before either but all around um, audio drama and that sort of thing they should um, uh, they should uh, come to pod dot events next time and uh, stick it in there and uh, who knows we could have given it a bit more of a push um, uh, there's also stuff going on here in Australia News Corp is um, using uh, Apple podcast paid subscriptions a little bit more um, they've put all of their true crime podcasts into there of course one of their true crime podcasts is the teacher's pet which was a very very big hit and some figures have come out from New Zealand as well the infinite dial was published by Edison research 39% of adults in the country are monthly podcast listeners which means that more Kiwis are listening to podcasts than Americans uh, according to the data, and also 30% are weekly podcast listeners, which is a significantly higher figure than anywhere else in the world. Radio is also doing particularly well, um, so it's uh, well worth a good read. And The Infinite Dial is a really good piece of research that is deliberately built to be comparable across different uh, countries, so um, worth a peek of that. And uh, Pod News has some market data slides, which if you're presenting about podcasting, uh, then you can just steal and use. Uh, and uh, you'll find that uh, we've updated those as well. Boostergram. Boostergram Corner. 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 On the Pod News Weekly Review. Yes, it's our favourite time of the show, Boostergram Corner. Now, I was listening to Rob and Todd um, on the new media show, and they were saying that there's uh, uh, quite a few less boosts going on at the moment, and that's certainly the case for us as well. Uh, we only uh, got uh, two sets of boosts, and actually one of them wasn't even for this show. Uh, it was for another show as part of the Pod News Network called Pod Clock, which, if you've not heard it, is a <laughs> gripping and exciting podcast uh, which is all about time. Um, it's just me telling you the time. 
Um, but uh, Mike Dell uh, sent 250 sats to it saying, this feed is value for value. Cool. It is. That feed is value for value. Why not? So I'm glad that you uh, had a listen um, and uh, and I told you what time it was. Um, and uh, Adam Curry has also uh, sent us uh, a couple of uh, boosts as well. We said that he might be shouting, uh, and indeed he was. He was shouting with his boost button and sent us 25,000 sats, and then a further 17,500 sats, uh, laughing at your Dutch accent, uh, Sam, and then adds uh, the phrase, Wat an lekker dig ben je toch? which uh, is uh, Dutch for what a nice thing you are, I discover. Oh, right. So um, there you go. Well, all I'll say is, Adam, bedankt. <laughs> what does that mean? Thank you. Oh, very good. Dankavella, I think you mean. But uh, bedacht is is that a that, that's also a thing, is it? We'll find out, won't we? <laughs> we'll, we we will find out. He'll probably tell us. Uh, thank you so much. If you get value out of this show, then uh, hit that boost button. That would be very very grateful. We just share it, Sam and I. It goes nowhere else in the in the pod news uh, empire. Um, so uh, that's always a very grateful thing. So, so thank you so much for that. Oh, uh, we've got some people news, haven't we? Yeah. Yes, uh, on the move, uh, Chris Bowen, who was at Global, is now head of studios at UK and Ireland at Spotify. Congratulations, Chris. He said, I'm super excited to tell you about my new role as head of studios, UK and Ireland. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'll see if we can get him on the show in a couple of weeks when he's got his feet under the table. Yes, that would be good if he's allowed to talk to us. Um, Jacob Kensley is also uh, starting work in a UK podcast company. This one is Amazon Music. He is a podcast partner specialist. Uh, he used to work for Acast and for Apple and is the first hiring for podcast partnerships at Amazon Music in the EU. Uh, also, Cameron Moll has joined Buzzsprout, our sponsor, as VP of Design. So Buzzsprout will begin to look even more beautiful. Uh, he used to work at Meta and Pendo, whoever Pendo are. And Leo Laporte is to retire, but don't worry, he's only retiring from radio, the tech guy radio show, which he's been doing for, um, well, for quite some considerable time, almost um, 20 years. Uh, it's carried on over 160 radio stations in the US and it'll end on December the 18th. They've got somebody else lined up for that show. It's changing its name and all of that, but um, that's a good long run. So many congratulations, Leah. Now, if you want to find more jobs, you can do on podjobs.net. It's, you know, uh, James, what can they do if they want to stick a job up there? Yes, you can. And it's free as well. Uh, just pop along to podjobs.net. Uh, the only rules are it has to be a paid job because free jobs aren't jobs. Uh, events and awards uh, coming up. I'm very much looking forward to the Brisbane Podcasters Meetup, which is tonight, November the 25th, um, in South Bank in Brisbane. I'll tell you exactly where it is. It's at the Plough, which is um, that old pub in the middle of all of that new stuff next to the beach. And um, it starts at six in the evening. Uh, please do come along. There's also an ABC uh, event. It's not an ABC event. It's a Hacks and Hackers event, which is um, at the ABC. But anyway, that finishes at 6.30. And those folk will also be coming. Uh, so that should be quite fun. Looking forward to a beer there. Um, and there's uh, beers going on in uh, Manchester as well, isn't there, Sam? Yeah, there's a podcast that meet up in person, it says, in Manchester. So if you go to the, uh, again, to Pod News event section, you'll be able to find the link to that as well. Yes. And some uh, awards and things are happening. The 27th annual Webby Awards, of course, is uh, happening. The final entry deadline is on December the 16th. 
2022. Uh, if you want to be as uh, if you want to win as many Webby Awards as I do, then you're going to have to have two of them, because obviously I have two. <laughs> of them. Not that I like to mention it. Uh, the Radio Academy has also released details of the 2023 ARIAS Awards. One of the things which is quite interesting is that they have specific judging pools for the BBC and uh, uh, other judging pools for commercial radio, and they've now got a judging pool for indie podcasts. So what that basically means is if you're an indie podcaster, you have more chance of winning now, uh, which is quite interesting. So more details on that at uh, podnews.net. And the Podfest Expo is the next big podcast event, which is in Tampa in Florida in the US, which is the same state as Buzzsprout comes from. Uh, That's on January the 26th. So if you fancy a trip to uh, Florida and you can afford the airfares, my goodness me, the airfares, um, then uh, you should uh, go there. Uh, You'll find more uh, events and stuff like that at pod.events, which is the Podnews events website. Guess who couldn't buy podevents.net? Me. Uh, So that's why it's there. Uh, so, uh, And it's also free for you to uh, submit your own. Uh, what's happening for you this week, Sam? Well, as I said earlier, I'm going to try and set up a Mastodon server uh, for the project I'm working on. I, I don't know why. I just thought I'd try it and see what happens. Um, I'm playing with cross-comment uh, as part of the podcast index thing to see how that might work. Um, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Um, and I'm also, yes, finally... Yes, it has been uh, teased out for far too long. Uh, next week, I will have the first episode of Sam Talks Technology Very launched. Nice. So uh, on the 7th of December, I will be doing that first show. So thank you for that. I'm very good. Who's on that first show, Sam? Are you are you able to tell us yet? Yeah, Kevin Rook and, uh, and a couple of other VCs who are dealing with uh, Satoshi-based startups, so Smiles and Stacker News and various others. So I'm just looking at why and how people are investing into value-for-value-enabled platforms and where the micropayment system is going. So you might have a little bit of Albie in there as well. Well, very nice. Um, For me, I've been down in Sydney, as I mentioned earlier. So I went down to the Australian Podcast Awards, which was lovely, but very, very crowded. And uh, I felt very uncomfortable, what with all of this COVID stuff going on. Uh, But still, it was fun. And uh, I ended up recording Monday's pod news from the bar next to where the event was going on, which was where all of the people who just won awards were going for their celebratory bottle of champagne. And that was a lovely pod positive place to be. So I very much enjoyed that. That was good fun. Um, and uh, also saw a few other people while I was down in uh, Sydney. Uh, got back last night, absolutely knackered, uh, as is always the case. Uh, but that's all good. And one of the other things that I've been working quite hard is just actually just making sure that I've uh, uh, got rid of my Mastodon server because it's a nightmare to run, uh, hugely expensive, um, way over te- technology. Uh, it's a complete waste of time, effort, and everything else. So I've switched over to Pleroma, uh, which is uh, much more simple, runs on far smaller boxes, uh, far more scalable. It's a very good thing. So I would highly recommend that. Um, but that's the other thing that I've been so, doing. Oh, Mastodon. So maybe I won't be starting a Mastodon <laughs> server then. Uh, maybe I should 
No, I mean, go for it. No. Go for it. And you will probably learn exactly the same. I mean, one of, one of the big things about, uh, so Mastodon sucks in all of the media that you are looking at in your feed, uh, copies it all in, onto its own hard drive um, for reasons. Um, whereas um, Pleroma doesn't do any of that. So your hard drive doesn't immediately fill up. Um, I ended up, you know, I mean, it was something like, you know, 25 gigs worth of data that was being stored on some Amazon S3 drive that I ended up having to spin up just because it's just a nightmare. It's absolute nightmare. So Pleroma is a good thing. I should have listened to John John Chigi from um, the podcast index.social um, when he was telling me not to do a Mastodon server. And I'm, uh, and I'm uh, kicking myself that I didn't listen. But anyway, so that's what I've been doing uh, today. So that's fun. Uh, and that's it for this week, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. You can give us feedback using email at weekly at podnews.net or send us a boostergram if your podcast app doesn't support boost then grab a new app from podnews.net forward slash a new podcast apps our music is from studio dragonfly don't forget their black friday sale studiodragonfly.com our voiceover is sheila d she doesn't have a black friday sale on and we're hosted and sponsored by buzzsprout podcast hosting made easy get updated every day subscribe to our newsletter at podnews.net tell your friends and grow the show and support us and support us the pod news weekly review will return next week keep listening 